0: Star, Star, Star. Star Yeah, yeah, y'all already know, y'all already know Seven the pants seven the panther. That do on, on the beers on the beat Yeah, yeah We live in entertainment we live it entertainment Sound shame sound shame Sound shame Round the kings, round the, the
1: kings homie.
0: This is where it get ill About to have the tip ball live as a chip drill from the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin, flying round the field, starting five forever, keeping it real. If it matters in the world of, sports, world of sports, jeans and long sleeves, they taking no shorts. So hot to death. Oh, yes, these other sports podcasts live as a pro's course. Biz market wave, the starting five goes off. Goes off. No matter who you share, four emotions out the window. They analyze it with clear thoughts. said They take you way deeper than the boys ever. No longer got any use for the four letters. The latest news, score stats, and the view from the sideline, ain't no guideline. It's just the truth, just the truth. Yeah, no need to dig for a parting line. It's always in season. The people start five, start five. We going in on three, run the baseline. Start five, get We got what you We got what you need. In the sports news you see, we don't waste time. We cause we living We got what you We got what you We going in on three, run the baseline. Start five, get it. We got what you, what you, you we, 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 we got what you, need. What you need. And y'all know me, seven sign. I'm the hellas cat spit. I got. What
2: you need. What you need. What you need. What's up y'all? Thank you for tuning in to the Star Five Podcast. What I need y'all to do now is hit up the 5 Podcast.com. That's where you'll be able to find all of our podcast streaming links, our Instagram, our merch link. You can even become a patron right at the front page. And also you can leave us a voicemail at 929-352-6219 and we'll play your voicemail on the next episode. New episodes released every Thursday. What's going on, y'all? This is your boy, the man, that DJ named Ace5, your mom's favorite fat guy from the deepest, darkest Africa. Captain Podcast in the building, alongside with my man.
3: What's up? The Green Eye Bandit, a.k.a. the Jedi Knight, the Ron O'Neill of this shit What's good, people?
2: Chilling, chilling, chilling. JP's gonna be in a little late once again, but it is what it is, man. My man's got shit to take care of. Real life gets in the way, man. How's your weekend been? How's everything been so far?
3: Good, 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 man. You know, dealing with uh, uh, the this virus BS, but I mean, nobody in the family they are uh, quarantined off like. New Rochelle, my boy, lives out there, so I'm just checking in on him, making sure he's all right. Besides that, my daughter's school shutting down for like a week extra after spring break. But on that, you know, life is good, moving accordingly to plan, so
2: yeah, no problems we're gonna, there. We're going to talk about that because some, a lot of breaking news has been happening while we're recording, a few minutes before recording, all Indeed. that shit, man. Nothing good, man. Nothing good's coming out of it. I'll just keep it funky. I ain't scared of this shit still. <laughs> I'm not scared of it.
3: Well, you know what? I don't I think a lot of black it. folks are because I don't think it's affecting them in the way it's affecting other people.
2: Yeah, this is true. This is true, but not just that, though. I mean, my job, I deal with dirt and all types of shit every day. Oh,
3: that's right. This so. is true. Dude, they don't have you guys hazmat has up yet,
2: huh? Nah, nah, no Tyvek suits, none of that they just have. They got. Uh, what they've been doing is on the on the um on the twelve to eight shift, and I believe on the four to twelve. I'm not too sure, but on the twelve to eight shift, they scheduled the extra person to just pretty much wipe down the whole building. So it's literally they got somebody to wipe a pimp down every half hours
3: so so, the, so they just pay an extra person ot to to wait nah, nah, no nah. no
2: no no overtime regular shift it's just they put a you know like like with my job they they um they they book bodies on each shift every day depending on need so, oh, so okay as soon as they call for no need for a cleanup person then that person that's one less number on the shift and then so the you know, if the person seniority says they can stay on twelve to eight, then they can stay on twelve to eight. But um but yeah, but nah, like they got they pretty much got this guy got somebody in the building uh wiping down everything that hands touch during the shift. So like door handles, truck handles, allegedly truck handles. I don't I don't know too sure about that, but Door handles, countertops, desks, uh, keyboards, my, mice, uh, elevator buttons, all that good stuff. Just just a play precaution. You know they gave us individual bottles of Purell to keep on us. Now I did take one of those because the bottle is cool, but the printing <laughs> on the bottle wasn't
3: cool. Yeah,
2: because back that now here here's the thing they gave. Some of us got expired bottles of Purell. And the the date says 2016 on it. But I had to do the research because behind all this hysteria, you should try to go educate yourself. Hand sanitizer is still good. It's just the the quality and the potency of the alcohol within it kind of diminishes depending on how it's kept. Uh, uh, You know, the type of bottle it's in. All that good yeah. stuff, all that good stuff. So, so, uh, so, so yeah. Like I, I used it, and you know, I was in the hospital. I wasn't in the hospital. Just you know, just a family was in the hospital just a couple of days mm-hmm. ago, and I used the stuff out of my bottle. It still smelled stronger than what they had in the hospital on the walls. <laughs> like it was like literally military grade freaking purell, like. And, and talking about the date on it, 2016, this shit was the same bottles that they gave us when Ebola hit, when, <laughs> when, 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 when Ebola was all the rage and, and, and everything that everybody was talking about in, uh, in the city. And that was the close the borders era. Oops. You know, that was the close the borders era because it came from a brown country. Right. It came from a brown country.
3: Funny how they're not talking that same close the borders now.
2: Interesting. I know. I, I kinda peeped that from day one. But uh, you know, we'll again we'll talk about it even though breaking news was that Trump did just put a thirty day ban on uh the content on continental Europe for thirty days. Whatever continental Europe is supposed to mean, but hey, hey, the man is playing smart for once, even though somebody has to utilize his brain for surely it wasn't his idea. Yeah, definitely, definitely not, definitely not, definitely not, but. Let's get into some of these topics. We only we don't have too much tonight because we actually have on the second half of the show. We got a dope interview coming up. Great, with great our, interview. Our homegirl Nicole Porter, aka Retro P, In the owner, building. owner, majority owner, as far as I understand, of Porterhouse House Records. No. Not Port of House Records, Port of House Productions. My House bad, you
4: production.
2: no, House Productions eventually gonna be Port of House Records. I'm just speaking it into existence. You know, dope individual, dope, uh, dope, dope project that's that's being worked on currently, and y'all gonna have to stick around to the second half of the show for that. But we just happen to bring up the Cheeto in charge. We're bringing up somebody that is, I'm sure, was in his friend base at one time. The man named Harvey Weinstein gets 23 years in jail, in prison.
3: He's surely going to die there.
2: For his uh, sexual assault crimes. Yeah, TJ, you pretty much said it, man. He's, what, 70-something or,
3: he's he's sixty seven or something oh, like
2: that. Si- I, I I wanted to say sixty some, sixty something. I don't He know. looks
3: like he's eighty.
2: Exactly, right exactly. That's what I was leaning towards. Is that, you know, they say black don't crack crack for a reason, but uh, he ain't black and he looks beyond <laughs> he looks beyond cracked up. Like that man looks all the way damaged. And for all, he,
3: for the amount of money he's had he shouldn't look like that
2: you you thought but, <laughs> but uh but no and like i mean he was silly like you see you seen him taking the bill cosby approach of going in and out the courthouses with the walkers and all of a sudden he couldn't walk and he needed chaperones even though the one thing he didn't do is remember when Bill Cosby did that little bugged out dance when he was going into the courtroom that Oh one time? yeah. A- <laughs> That's how you knew he was
3: losing it. That's he how you did, knew he was losing it.
2: He did the little jello pudding pop, like <laughs> whatever the fuck that was, you know. But uh but yeah, man. Much deserved much deserved twenty three year sentence for decades and decades of
3: Well, this is just one part. He still gotta go to Cali. Ah. he's still got to get the Cali love.
2: Mm. Well. They,
3: they're they going to extradite him to face charges in Cali. Nice. But New York wanted to bury him first mm-hmm. to put that body on him first, put hands on him first. Ha, pun intended, put hands on him. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> they wanted to touch him first, and then Cali will get their dude just due, and who knows what he's going to get out there.
2: Right. Interesting
3: fact, it was like, this, with this precedent set. it with Harvey, they're talking about what Mr. R. Robert Kelly might be getting yeah. after, after, you know, sentencing of this type for Weinstein. And that's going to be an interesting uh, dynamic when that all, all wraps up. So if he's getting 23, Kells is definitely... Mm-hmm. In the high 30s or 40s, if not longer. But Mm -hmm. uh, we shall see about that.
2: Definitely. (laughs) He ain't going to be like, so when you say 50 years, how long are we talking?
3: (laughs) (laughs) There will be no parole or uh, getting out on good behavior for that shit.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. No. He's forever trapped in the closet.
3: Uh, unfortunately, this is a closet you don't want to be trapped in, but nope. yes.
2: <laughs> no, nope, nope, nope. Nope, definitely with, not, not with the jail version of the Dudley boys after your ass.
3: No, and you know what they do to sexual predators behind bars, so... Uh,
2: allegedly. Allegedly. I think the one that I know is still breathing, which is unfortunate.
3: So. Well, they better put him in solitary because uh, he'll be marked. I'm sure Weinstein is going to be 23 hours locked down, one hour of,
4: uh, of a wreck
3: recreation, rec time by himself because I'm sure some people are waiting to put hands on him as well. So
2: Yeah, I mean, imagine how many actors are in jail, unfortunately, or prison, unfortunately. safe for something he could have stepped in on. <laughs> Next time somebody wants that commissary, blind eye gets turned. It's something. Mm. It's something, man. But, uh, but yeah, man, anything else been going on in the news before we get into the big, big deal?
3: Um, that's pretty much, I mean, it's been dominating. The main subject has just been overtaking everything right now. I mean, it's affecting the economy. Is affecting how people get to work. People getting laid off. You know, people are not getting paid. People are wilding out in these CVSs and Walgreens and and stealing shit. Toilet paper and sanitizers and alcohol. People in foreign countries are drinking bleach and shit. So (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just like natural selection is weeding out the the idiots you know Real. what I'm saying it's Real. like
2: I didn't even have to tag you and say what do we call this
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I didn't even have to tag you and do that the, the, I mean, the normal yo what do we call this
3: yes man I mean it's speaking for itself I hate to say it but you know it's crazy right now and and, like
2: did you see did you see the video of the woman who was like before she put her son in the car she was wiping his bags down, wiping everything down. Uh, there was another person. There was like a news interview of some county, I guess, trip, people tripping out. I guess maybe one kid in the school had it. And they showed a guy spraying his kid down with Lysol, like, before they wow. walked away. Like, literally, like, sprayed him with Lysol. It was, it's... If you didn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the coronavirus, y'all. We're definitely, definitely getting into that. We did kinda briefly talk about it about a week or so ago. And uh I'll give you firsthand for myself, I'm still not scared of it. They say and it's like, like the super bug, like the super version of the of the flu, like 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 Krypton like like Superman went back to Krypton. Stole Goku's powers while on the way to Krypton, while (laughs) (laughs) while meeting with Thanos and Darkseid and say, yeah, let me get that, too. And became the most OP character or the most OP illness and virus ever. And it's taking motherfuckers out, unfortunately. Unfortunately, it's taking people out. Um, I think they said there's something over nine hundred in the world, or something that might have been gone.
3: Well, it shut down an entire country, like Italy, is shut down.
2: Yeah, no in or outs. No that's inner...
3: that's unprecedented. I mean, in this in the modern times.
2: Well, didn't uh, China when when it happened when it real well when it got popping? I'll say, didn't China. <laughs> Didn't China uh already, like, quarantine, like, a whole city within China or something like that? Yeah,
3: they did, They, they were, where it started at. But, I mean, Italy is, like, they're shutting down damn near the entire country. Like, it's affecting travel, it's affecting uh, business. Every aspect that you can think of is being definitely just shut down. And they're doing it for two weeks to see if that will, you know calm down or kill off the virus and before they go back to getting back into business, which I understand. They just don't want nobody walking around and continuing to spread it without uh, any kind of vaccination or cure, which makes sense. But a lot of people are going to be hurt behind this, behind that. So, yeah, uh, they just shut down the NBA for the season just temporarily. They suspended it. Just read that Tom Hanks and his wife Rita Wilson contracted the virus. So, I mean, it's definitely hitting and affecting a lot of people in all aspects and all areas. Now, I just heard that they just shut down the OKC versus uh, Jazz game because of Rudy Gobert.
2: Right. And that's what I read. As far as the uh when when the league just came out and said that they are they are just putting pretty, pretty much putting the season on hold until further notice, and it's because they said it was part due to because Rudy Gobert came out and said you know with the unfortunate diagnosis of having it,
3: well, um, you know what he did, right? what's that he touched all the microphones. In the in the pregame or the uh, the last, uh, like he put his hands on all over the microphones or something like that, and then like he put his hands to his face or something like that, and now he's sick. Mm. So they quarantined the entire arena and the players.
2: Right, 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 and yeah, man. I mean, what part of part of uh, some of the more of the hysteria. Behind it, too, is the first major thing that I heard going down was the NCAA came with the biggest shocker was they're going to play the games with no fans, no audience. The only audience will be essential staff members and limited family members to these players. So yes. this, it's literally about to be CYO basketball on a larger scale. On a large scale.
3: That's gonna be interesting to watch like the March Madness with no crowd, because that makes up the the entire environment of the whole March Madness. Yep. So to to
2: They got some which, madness which, now. <laughs>
3: yeah, what would be also interesting to hear is now you probably be able to hit a players talking trash on the court. To each yeah. other, you probably be able to hear the coaches because there's nobody else gonna be talking.
2: Mhm. Mhm. I forgot who. I think. Um. I think Stephen A was talking to Jamal Murray, uh, from the from the Denver Nuggets, and and he he was mentioning that like, what are you gonna we're gonna start hearing a, uh, you know, we're gonna start hearing plays or we're gonna hear defense, like defense, defense chance <laughs> like throughout the like all, from ourselves on the bench. I know shout out to the (laughs) shout out to the general Mike Patton. I know he made a comment talking about how this is gonna be a real interesting time for coaching because the coach could tell if you if you is listening to him or not, you know, large arena, you could wave off the coach and be like, Yeah, I didn't hear you. But now you that time out coach. Yeah, but now (laughs) you're gonna hear every word that's gonna be said.
3: Every word, man. That's going to be very interesting.
2: So this thing, I mean, this thing is now at pandemic level, which is, you know, is is full blown hysteria. I would say, I'm sure there's still another level or two up there. I'm sure
3: there is. Well, you know what happens when white people get scared, man? It's 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 all out panic. So, mm-hmm. you it's know, a, the button's been pressed. It's a several times.
2: It's an epidemic. It uh. You know, it's 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 I I can't even I can't even go on. It's just again to me. I'm not scared of this. I'm not worried about it. This thing ain't bothering me until I get it. It's literally it. That's kind of how I'm taking it. Like, you know, my family's good. We good not to be selfish to the rest of the world because I'd rather not see other people going through this shit. But we good right now.
3: Especially in your profession where you're exposed to, you know, not the greatest work environment. You know what I'm saying? Where you, What you're dealing with and what you're handling. I'm sure, I mean, you guys don't deal in medical waste at all, do you?
2: No, but medical waste can end up in a garbage bag or something that we don't see.
3: Right, right. So, I mean, that's still taking a chance. So, I mean, and you you you're around, you know... Areas where waste is apparent. garbage,
2: son. Garbage. garbage. Just say it. Garbage. Yeah. Niggas garbage is, <laughs> is prevalent. it's
3: prevalent. It's just dirty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. you know, it's you got you you getting all the vapors from that shit. You know, you you know if, if you don't stand clear enough, you might get some juice on you. Mm. Every once in a while, so yeah. yeah I I've you know been,
2: I've been hopper juiced
3: juice. <laughs> That's not fun. Nah, I can't imagine
2: what that's like, yo. Yeah, I've definitely been hopping juice several times in a row, man. But shit like that, man. Like I said, I just, I, I just, it's, it's not scary. I mean, again, unless I get it and die from it, then I'll be afraid of it. Like, oh fuck, I fucked up then. But you know, I, I'm just out again. I'm not with all the hysteria. I'm just not with it. And it's just, again, it's, it's, they're saying it's like a super strong, ooh, excuse me, super strong strand of the flu.
3: The, the way it's affecting everything. Like I said, I was, I had the flu uh, like over 20 years ago and I sweated out the entire mattress and I had to get a new ooh. mattress after that, which was crazy in itself. But I was cold and I was sweating at the same time. It was it was just wild. I couldn't get warm enough to to shake the chills, and I must have dropped like seven or eight pounds that weekend. Mm. I was sick for like the entire mm. weekend, and come to find out, when I went back to work like the following Tuesday or Wednesday, that four other people got sick in the office because they used the same phone that I was using because I didn't wipe down my phone before I left, mm. and they got crazy sick like that. So I could see how it how it spreads like that and it just you know, the germs just stick to whatever, you know, phone, desk, computer, keyboard, you know, you just gotta be cognizant of wiping shit down before and after you use it for the next person yeah. or the person coming before you. So you definitely be gotta be like that. So if it's anything like that, I know I don't wanna go through no shit like that at being forty six as I did at like 22, 23. But uh, even though I could stand to lose a few pounds, that's not the way I want to do it. Um, yeah. So if they're saying it's that bad and you just need to, you know, take whatever antibiotics can work and, you know, stay hydrated, then that be it. And you're done with it. Now, would you be able to, nobody's saying, would you be able to be able to contract it again after you've had it
2: once? Right, right, right. You know what
3: I'm saying? How big, How strong <laughs> is your immune system coming back? after you've gotten it you know I'm saying either your body's either going to be either more depleted or is it going to come back stronger that's right. what I would like to know yeah and, true you know,
2: true indeed man but finally we got him here JP's on the line with us man while we going over this coronavirus thing man we already expressed how the NBA just suspended its season part due to Rudy gobert testing positive for corona um, we mentioned how Tom Hanks and his wife has been discovered. They got Corona. Trump just put a 30-day 30, 30 travel ban on European countries uh, because of Corona, man. I'm still not scared of it. Where do you stand on this?
4: Um, man, it's crazy, bruh. It is um, scary times, it seems like. Um mm. I don't know. You know, I think about um, not only what's going on right now, but you know, even our relatives who are older. You know, you worry about them and um, stuff going on, man. You know, um, I, Dan, I, I've never seen nothing like this. You know, in, in my lifetime, man. I don't think any I, of our lifetime.
2: I feel. I feel like we have already. I've, we've seen SARS, we've seen Ebola, we've seen swine flu, we've seen uh, fucking bird flu, we've seen fucking AIDS, heroin addiction, yeah, crack, but- we've seen, we've seen, I, I we've seen this before, I we've seen this before, but I, like TJ Express before you came on, I don't think we've seen nothing to the heights of, of this much hysteria. Because it's happening mostly to white folks And I'm not trying to fully bring race into it Because I think we're all catching it Rudy Gobert is not a small white man Let's put it like that But I I just We don't don't hear about epidemics or pandemics When the numbers are swayed the opposite
3: You know what I think though? It just comes down to just general hygiene Yeah Yeah,
2: I think a lot
3: of them don't Practice general hygiene, like telling people to wash their hands is some of the most basic shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Like it's a reflex. I can't leave a bathroom without washing my hands. I don't know how to do it. Like it's, it's so ingrained in me to wash my hands before I do anything, before I eat, even if I'm in restaurants, I'm going to wash my hands before I take, sit down and drink a glass of water or anything. So I mean, general hygiene practices are so big. And I think that's another reason why it's spreading like that too. People just generally don't, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't wash for a day or two and just walk out of the house like it's all good. And your ass is not clean. You know, you can't be walking around in two day old DNA. Mm -hmm. Your skin regenerates for a reason because the dead follicles and everything have to come off so you can be clean again. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand it. I don't understand it.
2: Now, JP, that's something that hits home to your world and partially mine too, but uh, Team Jamaica is not coming up for pen Relays.
4: Yeah, first time since 1964 or 5, I do believe. Um, It's crazy, man. You know, they came up with it yesterday, which I understand. The prime minister said that, um, you know, they don't want to make their kids risk or their team risk get taking getting this virus, which I, I understand. hmm.
3: Yeah. You don't want no kid going to another country and coming back with something they didn't leave with. Exactly. Or,
2: or, go, or go to another country and become a quarantined.
3: And can't <laughs> get back home. Yeah. That's tough. Definitely yeah. is, man definitely. That
2: is. is tough. JP, you got any other
4: news before we move on to the next half of the show? Uh, man, all I'm saying is, man, I'm hearing different reports, too, that half the world's going to get it. And, you know, uh, you know, as a person, you know, I know how you brothers get out of stuff, but as a person of faith, man, you know, all I can say his prayers and good vibes and, and everything, man, what to what's going on right now. Um also this, this um would he go there get better. You know, he he he. on Monday he said that he wasn't worried about it and touched every microphone that was in that arena where they played at. Um also mm-hmm. let's think about the other players. The other players who might um who might also um Come in contact with them. They went. They went on a six, seven game. Um, um, you know, I think it was a four or five other teams they played. So, um, man, this is just it's crazy, man. We have some crazy times right now.
2: Definitely, man. Definitely. But anyway, man. But with that being said, man, we just gotta take this one break and we'll be right back on the other half with our special guest Nicole Porter. Representing Women's History Month. Stay tuned. This is the Start Five Podcast. Check them out as new episodes are released every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Start Five Podcast What up, y'all? Welcome back. We are at the last part of the show. This is the starting five. Now, as advertised, we have HHDG member, great friend, Nicole Porter, a.k.a. Retro P, owner of Porter House Productions. What's going on?
1: What's happening, y'all? Good to to hear y'all.
3: Indeed. indeed. I love the name of the company.
1: Ah, Thank you it was It was really honestly the first thing I thought of, and then I was like, How can I build on that and then it just okay.
2: well what what went into happens. we'll just dive right in what went into i I know obvious reasons play on play on some names, but what went into the inspiration of of the
1: name Porter House Well, obviously Porter being my last name, and then I really wanted to be able to create some sort of brand where a single image or a theme is synonymous with what you think about when you think about the brand. So it's kind of like Porterhouse, spell it a little differently so that it can have kind of a double meaning as in literal house because that's the translation, but then also Porterhouse steaks. So that way I could build my logo and merch and start off with a little bit of grimy shit uh, and it fit the brand right off top. So. That nice. was really it. What nice.
2: looked good in my head? Nice nice, 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 nice. And I mean we've all eaten a porterhouse steak before, at least once, if you know, as long as you're non vegan and all that. But uh yeah, so you know, beef, grimy shit. I know I kinda yeah. know on a personal level that's kinda your style of of rap music, <laughs> not just hip hop yeah. culture. But uh what was your main influence within uh, building the brand as a whole.
1: So, I would say that was just like like lifelong dream of wanting to be a contributor and not just a consumer. And I don't mean just a consumer because I'm a good I'm a good supporter. I do buy music and I buy merch and I tell people they should you know contribute and buy things and buy tickets to shows and um, support as much as they can so then i was just like how can i contribute outside of just like buying shit and listening to streams a lot and it became a thing where i realized that surprising to me at least was that like people kind of cared what i thought about their music and like wanted to hear about my ear so really the whole company was sparked off of um my business affiliate asking me to essentially do like um almost like a little and ring to a project for him. Like, yo, let's collaborate on, you know, a concept and help me think of, you know, features and help me pick beats and, and sequencing and all that stuff. And so then once we met in, like, real life, because this was a relationship formed over, so- over social media, once we met in real life, um, we had such good energy that I was just like, yo, I'm just going home and I'm just going to get an LLC and we're just going <laughs> to... We're just going to do some projects and like see what happens, I'm gonna, you know, invest in this because I don't want to feel I should have, could have, would have. And that that really is honestly, honestly is. So I didn't think about it for a long time. I had an LLC before I had a business plan. I know that's like, you know, the ultimate antithesis of a successful business, but I'm winging it in certain ways and really grounded and focused in others, I guess is the best I can describe it. Well
2: that's I would say that's good. Pretty smart idea, in part because, you know, you get to lock in the name, you you know, make sure nobody else mm-hmm. uses the name. Um yep. but but that like that's a start. And I, I could tell you from first hand experience, again, as mentioned, we are all H H D G family here. Part yep. thing of this podcast, I mean, even though I was podcasting I was podcasting during my time at HHDG, but the, mem- right the, the members that are a part of HHDG that are on this podcast, it would not have happened if it wasn't for that group. Like I would just be doing a different show. But um, right. um, I forgot why I mentioned that. But no, uh, 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 how much has the group? I would say because I, I, I literally forgot what I was going to lead into, but I remember that. How much has the group influenced you in um, deciding to to truly be a contributor, like you said, outside of just the uh, me seeing your Bandcamp alerts pop up mm-hmm. all the time from buying music?
1: <laughs> um, I would say it's. Th- the main inspiration is that people are in there doing it. And so you're seeing people put projects out and recording and putting content out and doing, you know, video vlog shows, or you doing podcasts. It's like, everybody's out here at least, you know, throwing some sort of ring in the game, trying to do something. It's like, well, you know, then, and everybody offers each other support. So, you know, and I made some really good friends here and people that kind of solidified uh what I love about the culture and feeling a part of something. And so just knowing that I have good support, you know what I'm saying? And and watch people inspiring on whatever level.
2: Cool, cool. When people
1: create their they're happy. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of people in the group that like are just like, yo, I don't even necessarily have major intents on like Making it, but I love to create, and so even just sharing that type of shit. So
2: yeah, I just definitely. wanted to
1: start. This this is a selfish endeavor in a lot of ways. So
2: yeah, selfish <laughs> is good. Selfish is good. Yeah. Well, now the point the point I was gonna make before about mentioning HHDG was is that yeah, you know, we started the business end of HHDG about three years ago, almost three years ago now, and we haven't done much, but. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in essence, we got the name locked in. So, you know, as as you know about the group and how it's been kind of the wave it's been on recently, like none of these suckers that are in there that try to fuck around can do nothing to fuck around on our name because legally, right. legally we could do something there. But, um, OK, so what w- looking forward into Porterhouse Records, like, do you have a project idea that you are looking to get off the ground? Um. Is there anybody in particular that you can talk about that you are either looking forward to working with or maybe have contracted to work with?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, um, you know, initially we were going into it, you know what I'm saying? I, I mentioned doing a project together and then it just became a um, a company, a full-on, you know, production company. And so we decided to kind of table that project Um, and make a compilation so we are dropping uh, Steak and Potatoes Volume 1 the main ingredient so it'll be a series I love this (laughs) thank you so um, it's 12 tracks it's 3 MC's on each track so it it literally is like a huge huge project Um, everyone that I love everyone that you love everyone that Somebody you know loves. Um, there will be three videos, um, and so I mean, I think the the names that probably spring to my mind. There's 36 MCs. You know what I'm saying? It's like I could sit here and just like rattle a bunch off, but like um, we have a track with Guilty Simpson, and I know that a lot of people uh, in HHDG know just how very much um, I love Guilty Simpson and love how Guilty. I've been a fan of his. And so that was kind of like my low key dream come true. Uh, Planet Asia is also on there, and so I know what? y'all. Yeah, that y'all know how much I love him. Uh, and Sky Zoo is also on it. Um, Three I mean, of my there's, favorites there's, right there's, out the gate. Yeah, and those are, are people that are like. It. Yeah, that I you know really feel like wow like. You know, but then I have like some major, major personal favorites like Jay Nice and Danielson and Shay Noirs on there. And there's just a bunch of people that um, I feel honored that I was able to get to lay a verse to a track. And so I'm super excited to drop the compilation. And it's really like the springboard for it. It's kind of like my thing where I'm like, I want to come in and like solidify our name along with quality. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like this isn't just like yes, it came together quickly and we're moving quickly, which is also a blessing, right? You know what I'm saying? We haven't really had too many hiccups in the process, and people are happy to work with me and have complimented my professionalism, and so it feels good to be so fresh in it, but also getting you know affirmations from people that are very respectable in the game and and want to work with us because. They just like me, or you know what I'm saying, like my vision or what I have going on, and so that album. I mean, I can't think of a single reason why somebody wouldn't absolutely love it. I, <laughs> so, that's so,
4: so. Just so.
1: three <laughs> name,
2: three names mentioned out the gate that are all like masters at what they do, in my opinion. Yeah. And and three, three are some of the illest. I mean, come on, Planet Asia's voice is sick. Guilty right. Simpson's voice is sick. Sky yeah. Zoo. One of the yeah. best pens ever. Yeah. <laughs> One of the best pens ever in the game. You know, it's just it, it, I, I I can't wait. I, I'm stuttering over because I'm just like damn. Even though I, you know, I'm not reveal. I'm not trying to reveal too much, but I've known
1: right.
2: personally. I've known a lot about right. this already. Yeah. I'm not saying how long. I mean, but, but I, you know, I've but still like yeah. I I'm I'm thoroughly impressed in what has been done in such short time i'm i'm happy yes, for you. you you know um i you know i already told you services are there if necessary if needed right but thank um you. difficult question out of this difficult question out of this we know true hip-hop heads know hip-hop is all-inclusive right It is still technically black Latino culture, but it is all inclusive. Mm -hmm. Have in your short time, have you had anybody feeling any kind of way you being a white woman fully involved in hip hop as to the depths that you, you are planning to. Well,
3: that's going to be my question. Like, how do you feel as a female producer at this point, like, coming into the game? Because you don't really hear too much about female producers or, in this, or behind the scenes.
1: So I want to be clear about, like, the beat making. So y'all know I make beats. I, I'm too embarrassed still to, to release any. I've only shared that one. Shout out to my little SoundCloud beat with, like, a thousand, a thousand listens. That motherfucker goes, though.
2: I might have been one of the first two to hear it.
1: Right. I'll, I'll humble he brag that. We were. Yes. That's <laughs> yes, very true. Very true. But so I did not make any of the beats on this album. And that's what I should have said a second ago when I was talking about the NCs We have, uh, I think we have eight producers, seven producers. And I won't disclose them all, but I mean, I have a Buck Wild beat, I have a, a PF cutting beat. And and Dirty Digs blessed us with some shit. So there's there's like significant MCs and significant producers that is just gonna. And the, the premise too is that all of these, most of these people have never worked together. So most of these matchups were crafted because you've never heard Sky Zoo on a track with Shea Noir. You've never heard you know Daniel Sun on a track with Jay Nice. And so. We wanted to put people together to do that, but so far, being a white woman, like, it's been cool. I think a lot of times my interactions with these people have already been organic at a fan level, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And they just know that I'm. Hopefully, they just catch good vibes. Like I'm just I'm a person that like had some resources to put some shit in motion, and I love this shit. Like they love this shit, and feel you know what I'm saying uh, dedicated <laughs> to it. And I just want to see what can happen.
3: That's so dope. So, how did the artists feel about working with each other
1: and the, the production? So, like you know, uh, we we get the beat, and instead of just you know slapping verses on there or like asking for some shit that maybe people had written or whatever, uh, we actually bought the beat and then would send the beat off to one MC that we wanted to lead it off and then have the other two MCs follow behind like taking their lead so even though they weren't in the studio together they did record together and know what each other was rhyming and um, i think some new relationships had already been have already been formed uh, off of this project's connection which means a lot to me that's you know what i'm saying some good reputational impact like true people bringing people each together. Yeah. yeah some beat makers that did not work with, you know, certain MCs before and now they are. And so I feel really good about being able to be just a part, you know, of making connections like that. Well, I, I
4: mean, pretty... let's
2: be real. You're more than a part of it. And <laughs> to to add to TJ's comment of producer, like you are the producer of this project. And yeah, I'm like, this is the, yeah, this is like the, the misconception <laughs> and slight confusion that some within the culture, have within producer. Because like, mm-hmm. the producers wear multiple hats, whether you that's are kind of doing what you're doing on the level of executive producer.
1: Mm-hmm. Then,
2: yes, you have the beat makers, which that's what you went by. You had got the beat makers yep. to submit beats. Yep. And then now whoever's... and And really, I mean, if you think about it, other than you producing it by way of funding... Crafting it, putting it together. The only production that's being done is whoever's doing the mixing on the project,
1: right? Which because there's I, I nobody doesn't... in
2: these studios saying, "Yo, say it like this, do it like right. that." Like in right. a way, they're right. self-producing right. their project, right? And it's and not then like we're gonna the beat makers there and is
1: clean the beat up, right? right. And Do right. all the post-production. Right. That's and where the that's production the so, comes. And in. then yeah, I'll yeah. I'll try and go and ditty that shit as best I can
2: right right and then that's when you're, you're the, the where, musical yeah. production comes yeah. in. are you talking
3: so over any of the tracks nick no
1: <laughs> Hell no No intros no
2: skits or i don't want to
1: be in any other videos they're like yo you gotta be in the video i'm like no i i can't i don't man that's just i want to pull i want to play play it in the back i want to be in the back of the house no, you could
2: do that. It it, it could, you could do what you want. Shit, it's your own company. You could be mm-hmm. all up in the videos if yeah. you want to, you know. But uh, cool. I mean, so what's uh after after project number one, which I I'm calling it now, on on the level is going to be is it's it's, it's going to be a success. Just Thank those you. three names alone, you mentioned. Okay. People yeah, are gonna. I people are remember. gonna.
3: Yeah, with yeah, right, with MCs and right. production, yeah, it's definitely you hit right. it out the park first, and, first, first, jump.
2: And Sky Zoo off the bat, I can tell you is a is a like a real cool. He seemed like he is real easy to work with because I was yeah. there. I was there when he came through. When uh, Very shout outs to the homie uh Fred Bins, that do Bins. We live in entertainment. Yeah you know they 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 had him on uh right here standing by with Bunji with Seven the Panther and yep. he came through and shot his part of the video and everything he was you know real polite cool yep. you know i i i've met him in other you know other places like mostly Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival but
1: right. you know
2: like he he's a good dude and like i said Easily one of my favorites, best pens in the game type of mm-hmm. MC. Mm-hmm. And to, yeah, to mention that you...
1: So, yeah, <laughs> I, I
2: can only imagine. But uh, mm-hmm. what I wanted to get to was was what what is, I would say, long-term goals and mm-hmm. after this project, short-term goals for the company.
1: So short-term goals for the company is just content <laughs> and creation, more of it. I'm not quite certain that We've um, landed on exactly what that looks like, like what sort of project. I know that means more music, um, but we also um, are thinking of doing an interview series uh, alongside these videos. So we should be dropping um, interviews from steakhouses around the country when we're on location. Oh, that's dope. And doing like a roundtable with the MCs and the videos. So like our first one will be. You uh, see me
2: pointing, right?
1: The track, the track that Guilty Simpson's on. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it because it'll eventually be a single. It'll probably be the first one. I would say it's like uh, it's Guilty Simpson, it's Lord Juco, and it's Knowledge the Pirate. Ooh, Juco's uh, on there. Yeah, it's Lord Juco and then Knowledge the Pirate, um, and it's actually a big ghost beat. <laughs> I like giggle when I say that shit. Like it's a big <laughs> ghost beat. Because that shit is going to be so fly. Um, And so we're also going to do, we're going to go sit down to dinner and we're just going to rap a little bit. And so we're really focused on trying to like come up with some YouTube content, um, you know, 10 to 12 minute dinner type interviews. Um, And then I want to eventually function kind of like a label, but a little more artist friendly, probably. I I haven't really decided. It's kind of like, hopefully we, we put out quality um, material and opportunities kind of come to us. Not that, not that we don't want to work for them and go to them, but then hopefully people will just see like, yo, they have a great ear. They made some wild connections happen. Um, they're professional about their money. And so we want to work with them and then see what we can come up with as far as whatever that endeavor looks like. That's, you know, advantageous to both parties.
2: Well, that's the reason why this show has been titled premium cuts because that's exactly what you've expressed to me before Mm -hmm. we discussed doing this interview in, in what you were looking forward to is Mm -hmm. just premium cuts, premium material. Um, and with that being said, with the premium material, you mentioned merch. Yep. Are you, Uh are you planning, uh, like package
3: runs, Yep, you know I, I need a know. steak and potatoes T-shirt. That's what yeah. I'm saying right now. <laughs> we're doing,
1: we're doing, um, we're doing porterhouse like logo merch, um, hoodies and crewnecks and T-shirts in several different colorways, and then wait till you see the cover art for steak and potatoes. Y'all aren't even man. That shit's coming back soon. Um, Nan from Nan Invasion. She did a bunch of work for Griselda. Um, she's done some work with I've Mad Lib. The, the uh, yeah, she's doing our cover art. I'm super grateful. She's an extremely talented artist, so shout out to her. So we're gonna do merch alongside the album, and of course, do like you know packs. So you know, a hoodie, a vinyl, and a CD with some stickers and shit like.
3: Ian will be hitting you up is, shortly for that. Right? <laughs> shout out to Wiki.
1: <laughs> so yeah, it is about premium. Like we're take, trying to take the merch and the vinyl and all those things to a you know a high level so that your expectation of Porterhouse is that just from the music to the visuals to the merch it's just all premium shit premium cuts.
3: Dope.
1: Nice. Well, I, I got
3: a question. I got a question for you. So yeah? from when you started to now and the realization that this has happened. How excited like you've seen this manifestation come to fruition like so? Like I know you gotta be like going crazy and sad, like this is like happening.
1: Right. So I'll be the first to admit that, like, yo, I'm a fan girl. <laughs> I am a fan first. Like I'm not really great at uh, you know what I'm saying, being all out and like super extroverted with the so I've been functioning in this space of like, holy shit, like I've listened to guilty for 15 years. You know what I'm saying? I've listened to like all these people that like I'm geeking out on the inside, but at the same time, it's like, yo, this is business. I definitely want to like get a return on my investment. I want them to feel like they were, you know, they participated in a really quality project. So there's like this weird balance, but like for real, for real, it's like, it's the most (laughs) exciting thing I've ever done in my whole life. And I just feel super, super grateful to even be doing it.
3: How many holy shit moments have you had so far? Um, <laughs>
1: honest man, I'm like 36 MCs and like seven eight, so I mean at least like 50 probably. I was gonna at
2: say least. with every with every with little every bit that's been that submitted, it's, it's yes. like it's
1: yep.
3: been holy shit, holy yes. shit. Like I honestly. can't believe this is happening. Yes,
1: Edo, R J Payne. I mean, just I mean. You
3: took, that's a dope lineup. I can't yeah. wait to hear this. You you pretty much you
2: pretty much went after everybody who is on fire right now in the Indies. Yeah.
1: I really went after everybody that I listened to. Right. I was, yes. And right. then I and then I have another list because there's at least going to be a volume two. Right. So the MCs that I love that aren't on this one because there's so many. There's so many. Anyone that says that like they're struggling to find new good music to listen to, I'm just like yo. I have no idea where you're at with this.
3: So when you reached out to them, what was the perception? Like, did you have to explain the project? Or how did that come about when you reached out to, like,
1: them? So my my business partner reached out to most, uh, I would say, to most people. So he's Mm -hmm. um, within the industry himself. And so a lot of those people were his um, contacts. And then the people that I uh, reached out to myself were people that, I've just supported for a long time. And you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, a personal touch when, when you're an MC or an artist, producer, producer, whatever, like, that shit goes a long way. It fosters a sense of loyalty and people are more apt to, like...
0: They felt appreciated, I guess, it. right?
1: Absolutely. So that was really built off of, you know, me and this artist, uh, like Daniel son for instance. Like, we mm-hmm. just ended up, I felt totally good just going in his... DMs like yo I'm working on this project and he's just like word like you should totally do this shit most of the people that respond to when I say that I'm doing what I'm doing and st- they're just like of course you are like this is what you were supposed to do for as long as we've known you or just like this fits this is exactly so what you're supposed to be doing
2: who, I, so I gotta ask off of that who is that one that kind of came in with a little bit of apprehension towards hmm but you're a first timer at this
1: um. Mm. Um, you mean somebody on the project, or does anybody around me? Oh well, no, somebody. I
2: guess somebody that's like. All right, has all right. So I'll ask it like this because I don't want to throw nobody under the bus to make them feel yeah, some no. kind of way. Even though we, who knows who the hell is going to listen, but I really. Can't uh, <laughs> but but okay, so has anybody said to you, "Let me see what you do first, not right now"? No. Okay.
3: That's that's awesome.
2: Yes. That's good. That's good.
1: Yeah. And like I feel like that, that type of stuff boils down to just like the approach, like your logo, you know what I'm saying? Like just how you how well put together you look because yeah, I mean, these are some MCs that are just they did not have to they did not have to wanna get down on the album. They didn't I'm super, super stoked good. that they did. Good. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Good. Well, I'm, I'm happy for you too.
2: Thank this, you. This is dope. I appreciate it so much. Definitely. Well, with that being said, I, Women's History Month, we brought you on. <laughs> we we brought you on because, as as a now new entrepreneur, like we wanted to, let people know and let people hear from an entrepreneur that, you know, what what could be done, with a passion that you've something with that you've already been a fan of. Mm-hmm. And and, and where, can, where things can go, where things can end up with hard work and things like that. So for those listening, what would you like to say to those that might be a little apprehensive in taking that step forward into something, doing something that they know they love, but they're not fully sure about?
1: They just have to do it. There's no fluff. There's nothing else around it. Like, you just have to do it. And I'm only saying that because... That's the point I had to get to. It's just like, I just have to do it. Like, you can't think about it long. You just got to push the button. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally just do it. And if you lose, like, oh, well. But if you go into it owning that you're going to win, like, whatever level that it's on, like, that shit will manifest.
2: Great, great. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, Retro P. Nicole Porter,
3: thank <laughs> okay. you for blessing us with our first uh, time exclusive having, interview. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when yes. you when you get, when you blow to Diddy level, we yeah. can play this back. And boom, like
1: please do. We were the first. <laughs> yeah. Please do. That would be real life shit. Real Definitely. life shit. I appreciate the support and the opportunity very much that you even thought of me to you know what I'm saying come on and talk to you. So it's it's right no, back at you. For sure.
2: Well, again, I love you. We love you. We wanna see nothing but too. nothing but the best come out of this. No doubt. With that being said, you being the guest, give your final shout outs.
1: I just wanna say thank you to y'all, to y'all and to the people that are gonna eventually love this album, to all the NCs that are on it, my business partner and just um my circle that is extremely, extremely supportive. Everyone's appreciated for sure. And peace. TJ. Uh
3: once again, thank you for participating and giving us the love. Uh Looking forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks,
4: okay. um,
3: and um, really, really looking forward to, to this project. I'm really excited. I'm so happy for you.
1: Okay. Um, to, to I'm gonna come back done. and play some music. Yes, please yes. do. Yeah, please. And that
2: I, I was definitely going to mention that. Please, we'll we'll talk about that on the back end. We'll talk well about that in, on, at yeah. the end of the sh- at the end. But uh, you done with the shout out, CJ? Yeah, I'm good. All right, cool. Cause
3: <laughs> as always,
2: y'all know what to do. Shout out to the brother JP on the first half of the show. You know, uh, he once again, it's, you know, life gets in the way and the brother's a little busy, so he was able to kick it with us in the first half of the show. Had to miss out on another great interview again, but That's such right, is him. life, unfortunately. <laughs> so for Retro P and Porterhouse TJ and JP, this your boy mayor. We say peace. And we'll see y'all on the next show. Peace!